Hey everyone, welcome to the Sneaker History Podcast, where we dive into the people, stories, and iconic moments that have helped make sneakers a global phenomenon. If you've ever told someone that you like their kicks, then you're in the right place. Before we lace up this episode, here's a little teaser for you. Stick around to the end of each episode for the last shot question. It's a chance to test your sneaker knowledge and engage with our community. I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com slash newsletter for a weekly deep dive into the biggest topics in the sneaker business. All right, now that the business is taken care of, grab your favorite pair of kicks and let's get started with the episode. What up, what up? Welcome back to the Sneaker History Podcast. I'm with my guys. We got another My Starting Five ready to go. We're getting into probably one of the funnest concepts of this format that I can think of. And I'm actually going to let Rowett kind of explain because it was his idea. So. Rowan, let's tell them how we're going to go about this. So this draft was inspired by a, I believe it was a Nice Kicks article. And if it's not Nice Kicks, I apologize. Uh, You can find me on only, no, I'm not going to do that until the end of the episode. But essentially the premise was we all know about Team Jordan, so to speak, the athletes that represent Jordan brand. Even LeBron's kind of got a couple of unofficial guys. And we know that the Kobe shoe has a very iconic following in and around not only the NBA, but all other American and even global sports. So my thought process was with the newly christened Kobe brand, why not have a my starting five on athletes that we would like to see wear the Kobe insignia and have that Kobe brand where we would traditionally see a jump man or the LeBron crown or even the old school swoosh. So that's it in a nutshell, Robbie, Mike, anything else that you guys want to add on top of that for additional context? I got nothing. (laughs) I did so well. that might be a theme of the episode, listener. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> so same thing. Uh, if this is your first episode, we are going to do this in a traditional snake style draft. So the dra- uh, draft order today will be Mike with the first pick, Nick with the second, Robbie with the third. And then I'll, I'll have the last pick in the first round, but I'll have the first pick in the second round. And then we'll just kind of go back and forth, back and forth. So it should be a fun one. And let us know at the end if we miss people, because we have a habit of doing that whenever we do these draft shows. Hit us up on the comments. I think it's going to be a fun one for all of us to partake. So without any further ado, Mike, I'm trying to stall for time. I think I've exhausted almost. Okay, you're good? good. All right, go for it, Mike. I'm good. Uh, So number one pick, keep it basketball related for the first pick at least. I'm going to go with Devin Booker. Uh, I think his play style, um, he's really just – Seems like all about the business kind of. I mean, he, he does his other things, but he seems pretty focused on the basketball like Kobe was, or at least in some degree. So I'll go with him first. Good choice. Good choice. He was definitely on my list. I'm actually going to go a little bit weird on this one because I'll, I am going to stick with basketball. But I remember reading years ago in a Kobe interview that the toughest defender he ever faced was actually T-Mac, which I think if you look historically, they played against each other all the way through, you know, junior high and high school and then in the league. So I'm going to put T-Mac in some Kobe's get Mike some, get Mike some proper Houston Kobe colors out there. That would be fantastic. (laughs) Especially since Adidas and T-Mac are no longer working together. He could slide right into a hypothetical Kobe brand. That's a very cool pick. All right. Um, My first pick, I'm going to go with, Giannis Antetokounmpo, I know he has his own shoe brand, but the the tweet from Kobe challenging him to be MVP, then him actually doing it is like 
the kind of stuff you can't make up. That's like you you can't make that that series of events up. Um, when he first got in the league, he'd wear like TB Kobe's like black and white, um, like Kobe ten. They got a couple Kobe, uh, I think like AD, uh, like PEs. Um, then the Milwaukee Bucks looking Kobe four undefeated. Uh, just Giannis cut from the same cloth as Kobe, but really seeing Giannis and then seeing Kobe, they're still so different, but yeah, Giannis Antetokounmpo number one for me. No, that's a lovely pick. And the only other thing I can think of whenever Kobe was sending out those tweets, who was the player that said, Kobe, what about me? What do you want from me? And I think we just heard radio silence. So if anybody can remind me who that was, that's going to make me laugh even harder. Oh, I know who, I don't remember who it was either, but I know it happened to somebody. And it was so earnest of a, Kobe, what about me? What about <laughs> me? An unnamed NBA player, we're still waiting to hear about that. But with my first overall pick, there is a precedence that has been set in this draft. In fact, it was just made in the previous pick. So with my first overall pick, I'm going to go with who I consider to be Kobe's number one star pupil. And that is the aforementioned Sabrina Ionescu. And I think there is a precedence of people switching brands. And it just makes sense. There's a certain kismet that's associated with it. So Sabrina Ionescu is my first pick for the Roby brand. That's what we're calling ourselves. And then for my second pick, Kobe Bryant has always had a history of having a talented big man associated with him. And right now, there is nobody that seems to be more talented and more potential driven than one Victor Vembanyama. So, Victor, Big Vic, Mike's favorite player for the next decade. False. Come on down to the Roby brand. <laughs> I was with you. I was with you until you said that d- disgusting Spurs player. Yeah, Mike Cohen. I mean, Rowett Cohen with the the new generation here. So I'm also building my team. Like I'm trying to win. Uh, like if we played a basketball, a celebrity basketball game, you don't have to be all basketball players, but I'm going basketball. Um, Anthony Davis uh, really has been that Laker last season. He wore the LeBron 20 a lot, but historically he's been a Kobe Bryant wearer in LA that reverse Grinch coming this Christmas time was first seen on Anthony Davis. You know, Lakers connection. It's not really hard to figure out why I picked AD, but the young man, the young old man, he's old, but he's still young. It's crazy. Yeah. All right, Nick, who you got? All right. I'm going to go a little bit different. I'm going to go, I'm going to go young, young. Um, I'm going to go down the mercurial path, let's say, and take Sophia Smith from the women's national team. Cause she needs to be wearing some Kobe's out there. That would be super dope. Right. Nice. I like, really what you've cool. done. I like what you've done a lot, Nicholas. Well done. Very good. Um, it's funny. I was going that same kind of sport change path as Nick has done. And uh, I'm going to go with Kylian Mbappe, shake him off of just the, I don't know. Like, is he, he's with Nike. I don't know if he's under Jordan brand, but I think with his just skill level, his dominance, he would be perfect. And of course, Kobe's love of soccer makes perfect sense all the way around. Kylian Mbappe is with Nike. I think PSG is the Jordan affiliation that we're probably That's all tying it, it back to. And he's also the face of the Mercurial, which is the inspiration for the mom material. So well done, Mike. I know what I'm doing sometimes, guys. Um, <laughs> now, still straying away from basketball for a moment. Another person, a uh, female athlete who I think Kobe had kind of a mentor, mentee relationship with. We're going to go with Naomi Osaka. Uh, although she is on maternity leave right now. She comes back. She's been one of the more dominant females on the court. So that'd be my number three pick. That was a good pick. Definitely I love on it. My list. And she has big Kobe energy. Mm-hmm. 
Definitely. Well, so speaking of big Kobe energy and a shameless plug to the exhaust notes podcast that Rowan and I do with Todd, I'm going to throw Max Verstappen in here because no one in sports wants to beat you more than Max Verstappen right now, which I think is basically Kobe in a nutshell. Great pick. I would love to kind of had those two host a podcast because I do think there is a competitive DNA that the both of them share, even though one was from America by way of Italy and one has been born and raised, I believe in Netherlands. Correct, Nick? Yeah. Okay. So I'm keeping all basketball players, but now here's my dip into, I can't even finish that phrase without being weird. Um, the younger player I'm choosing. Yeah. Right. The younger player I'm choosing is one Bronny James, uh, USC athletes. There's been a lot of cool. He needs to wear like a USC Kobe five. They need to retro the USC Kobe five um, with him wearing it. Um, I can just see. And that's the ultimate like son of a really famous person, right? Like, oh, I'm going to go wear Uncle Kobe stuff instead of wearing my dad's stuff. My dad's corny to him, right? You know, just sons can't get any love. For, you know, can't get dad, dads can't get any sons from their love from their sons at that age. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> he's going to wear, wear Kobe's. He's wearing Kobe's. Brony and Kobe. There, there's probably a high number of fan fiction that's coming out of the Southern California region that hopes that uh, the Bryant daughter and the James son get together at some point. So here's the thing. Maybe that'll happen. I've got the next two picks, and I was actually really inspired by a couple of logical reasons with regards to my co-host picks. So first, I'm going to go with Robbie. I'm going to make another basketball player on my team. And I'm going to go with somebody that historically was similar in terms of the prognostication that Robbie did about Bronny James, which is one Tyrese Halliburton. Because as the story holds, he was a big LeBron James guy growing up, so much so that his mom would make frequent Nike runs and she would always get him Kobe stuff and he would refuse to wear it. But since he's gotten in the league, he's found a newfound appreciation for the shoe, which I think culminated in the Kobe 6 Buddy Elf shoes, which I thought were a much better way to celebrate that holiday season than the aforementioned Grinches. So let me get Tyrese Halliburton. And then for my next pick, I'm going to a different sport. I'm going to a sport that Mike knows well, and I'm going to go with probably the most ruthless and relentless player that's on the modern tour right now, and that's one Carlos Alcaraz. I didn't think you were going to go that way, Roy. Excellent. I thought no one would go that way. <laughs> Dang it. Good pick. Roboito. You, you try to down. zig, and you two both zagged at the same time. <laughs> Collision. <laughs> um you know, this one really cannot ever happen because he's a lifetime athlete of Reebok. But Allen Iverson is going on my Kobe team. Seeing him uh, play against Kobe, obviously, the respect and admiration of each other. I think Kobe was the one who said if Allen Iverson was 6'6 six, six or something, like he'd be in, it would have been a problem. But Allen, as a retired player showing up at Kobe Laker games or Laker games in general wearing Kobe jerseys is like... He's got to be on my team. So AI for sure. Nice. Yeah. I didn't think of that That's way. a great, that's a great pick. Yeah. That's, that's probably my favorite thing about the NBA. I think NBA and formula one, like people are legitimately fans of the people that come after them. So um, I'm going to take a, take a little bit of a curveball here because one, I'm going to talk about baseball Two, I'm going to talk about the Dodgers, which I would normally never do, but skate the great, Shouted us out on his Instagram, <laughs> called us out on his Instagram for not talking about Mookie Betts as a Jordan athlete. I, I look, Jordan baseball athletes are super dope. Like it's just cool to see Jordans on the diamond. But I think that Kobe's would be even better, right? And we've seen a few people make customs here and there, and like custom cleats are all all a thing now in the last few years. 
But I actually think Mookie in Kobe's would be even better than having him in Jordan's. Like, I just think it would be super dope. The connection to LA, like he's just, I think like represents LA in that, like kind of like braggadocious style that Kobe also had at times, you know, like sometimes he was just so intense that he didn't come across that way. And other times it was like, you know, like just, I don't know. I don't know how to explain that other than just like, I feel like that would be a really cool connection to see. And I think it would just be dope to see Kobe's on the baseball diamond. Definitely. It's funny you said that because I feel like Nick, we're kind of on the same wavelength in that one, because I was thinking baseball as well. Um, but I want another California based player who does it all and is literally the best player in baseball, but Shohei Otani Otani needs to be in a pair of Kobe's. Uh, because the man literally is just a machine out there. Like I, you never seen anything like that. And although I don't think baseball is the best, you know, stage for sneakers because no one cares so much. But this man makes you care about baseball. So that's my number four pick. And number five, he's already has his own sneaker with a completely different brand. But just the way he is on the court, he deserves to be a Kobe athlete. We need to transition him over. And that's gonna be one Jimmy Butler. I think Jimmy Butler is definitely someone you can see in a Kobe brand, just for attitude on the court. And that rounds out my team of five. So we got Nick coming back around for your fifth, but all right. Last pick for me is going to be purely based on wanting to see colorways. Although we all can agree. <laughs> this guy was an amazing basketball player and he actually played with Kobe. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw Gary Payton on there. Mm. Give me some Seattle supersonics colors on the Kobe's like we've never seen any that I can think of. So there's the, like the rice, some yeah. of the rice. I think the Kobe five has like yeah, green and yellow. Yeah. Uh, close. But you're right. They haven't done that and they should. Any team looks good on a Kobe. Really? You can't, you can't you go imagine wrong. Like some Mariners, like Seattle colorways. Yo, on the Kobe's? That would be fire. Those would be clean, man. I'm surprised this person went to the last round. He's the first person I wrote down on my list. I'm taking DeMar DeRozan because mm-hmm. Compton's finest. Um, he told the story of uh, one time playing against Kobe. He wore Kobe's all season. And the first time playing against Kobe, he switched to Jordan 10s and got busted by Kobe. <laughs> and Kobe was like, don't ever wear those busted ass shoes around against me again. And that's why DeMar DeRozan plays in Kobe's. <laughs> only in Kobe's because one time Kobe made fun of him for switching out of Kobe's one time against him. And also, you know, this the California, like they played in the Drew League against each other. You know, like DeMar went to Kobe's camps growing up mid range for days. got to go DeMar DeRozan. Right. And now with my last pick, I'm going to go off the beaten path as a couple of us have during this draft. And we are always kind of associating certain universities with players like Jordan, North Carolina, Ohio State with LeBron James. Kobe, I believe, had signed Kentucky. I'm going to flip the script a little, and I'm going to say Kobe Bryant, the Roby brand, will now select the Philadelphia Eagles as the first NFL team with the Kobe insignia because Kobe is a born and bred Philadelphia Eagles fan. They're a nasty team. They're a gritty team. They like to let you know how bad they are. And they've got a certain smoothness that's associated with their offense, especially with Jalen Hurts under center. So go ahead and give me the Philadelphia Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Nice. Went the whole team there. See you. Uh, are we going six man? We're going six man from the top, Mike. All right. 
Six man. So this person's kind of, you know, winded down his career. But I think the way he played with such aggression and just becoming, I still think the greatest. We got to give my man Rafael Nadal a Kobe Brand deal. Mike, did you just copy my answer of Carlos Alcaraz? Like, is this the meme? No, okay? I, I I took the person who Alcaraz thought he was and did better. <laughs> He's Carlos is better. Don't you dare. Get out of here. Go back to work. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to I'm going to go a little bit uh, a little bit oddball on this one, too, because I feel like we've picked a lot of great athletes that deserve Kobe's. But what if what if one of Kobe's best uh, characteristics is his ability to troll. So I'm going to say Jalen Rose. I'm going to say Jalen Rose has got to wear Kobe's all to, all of his career. At least 81 times. Yeah, 81 times, exactly. <laughs> Jalen Rose is on my list, too. That'd be a, a, a fun one. Um, I'll keep this one to myself in case Rowett says him. So um, my last pick, though, I got to go with Kobe's backcourt, man. Derek Fisher, the veteran, wearing the, you know, this him wearing the big stage Kobe fives next to Kobe. On the big stage, like, come on, man. Like, your, your point guard rocking your, your matching shoes. And <laughs> so teams never do that anymore. Like, even high school team, like, on any level of basketball, no one ever wears the same shoes anymore. But there were those Laker teams from, like, 07 to 2010 where Trevor Reza, Lamar Odom, Fisher, Shannon Brown, whoever is coming in and out of the team, everyone's rocking Kobe's. And they're wearing the same Kobe's as Kobe that night. And it's, like, such a cool look. <laughs> See, I thought you were going to go Pau Gasol as the Kobe, uh, Kobe Memorial teammate spot on your team. Nah, I, I want the backcourt bait, man. I want the fish. And then uh, this is my sixth man, correct? So yep. I had it down to two, and I think I'm also going to go down the soccer route as a couple of us did in the mid-rounds. I'm going to go with Erling Holland, and he is essentially Thanos in striker form. He is ruthless. He is relentless. He's the same words I used to describe as uh, Carlos Alcaraz. He is that, except he looks like a, a Norwegian Viking. So if you haven't already, if you want to laugh at elite athletes looking like toddlers, go ahead and go to YouTube.com, put in Erling Holland, E-R-L-I-N-G-H-A-A-L-A-N-D, and just... Tell me you don't see Kobe when you watch that man kick a ball at somebody's head or at his face. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to I'm going to take it one step further cuz you guys know that I do all this kind of stuff for work for the last 15 plus years. Our first our first product seating from the Kobe line is going to be the flinch colorway for Matt Barnes. I was thinking about Matt Barnes. <laughs> I was thinking about Matt Barnes like no one said Matt Barnes, I should have used <laughs> I'm going to go with the Chewbacca colorway and give it to Pau Gasol because he is essentially the Chewie to Kobe Bryant's Han Solo. See, I want him to do a Kobe 5 in a whatever that Vino color that Adidas came out with because after shoot he threw away from Nick Young, who wouldn't sign it. Yeah, yep. I have a pair of those. That shoe is phenomenal. It is a very nice shoe. I wish yeah. I would have got a pair. <laughs> yeah. Actually, Vino Nike should just do that. Like a Kobe 4 or 5 and that's in that like super light suede. Yeah. That would be sweet. Robbie, any seeds you want to give away and tend to in your garden? So, I said <laughs> no one could take Nick Young and didn't say Nick Young. Um, Trevor Reza was also on my team. Luka Doncic because, you know, oh, Luka. young Luka, even when like the Pro Tro 4 was first like being 
shown had like a white black pink colorway that Luca would wear. Uh, I think he wore it All Star Weekend actually. Uh, yeah, Luca was going to be my next one, but Fisher just felt more right. <laughs> All right, shall we run it back so it, so people can hear him in order? Let's run it back. All right, so number one, I got uh, Devin Booker. Number two, Killian Mbappe. Number three, Naomi Osaka. Number four, Shohei Otani. Number five, Jimmy Butler. And come off my bench, Rafael Nadal. Nice, nice. All right. I got at number one, I went with T Mac, Tracy McGrady. At number two, I went with Sophia Smith. Number three, Max Verstappen. Number four, Mookie Betts. Number five, Gary Payton. And my sixth man, Jalen Rose. And for myself, I went Giannis, Anthony Davis, Ronnie James, Allen Iverson, DeMar DeRozan, and the fish. Derek Fisher. And then last, but certainly not least, Sabrina Ionescu with the number one pick, Victor Vembanyama for number two, Carlos Alcaraz for number three, uh, Tyrese Halliburton for number four. I had to make sure I could read my own initials. Uh, and then the Philadelphia Eagles with my fifth pick, and then coming off the bench, Erling Holland. See, see, Rowett had how, this idea. No, go ahead, Nick. I was just going to say, I love how different we all kind of approach this, this like subject matter. Not only yes. that, this is one of the first drafts that I don't think anybody stole an answer from somebody. And that usually means it's such a deep and talented pool of people to pick from or shoes to pick from. So good job. So I definitely took mine very literally. How would you, how would you describe the way you picked literal was mine? I went mine. You can understand basketball, but I went mindset like people who are really, like victory driven, like they had that same drive as Kobe did, no matter if it was basketball or pick a sport. So that's kind of where my mindset was. I try to just take a collage. So whenever people say, what did Kobe Bryant mean to you? He meant to me as a teacher, a relentless competitor, a big man aficionado, because he always had a big man around him. And then also a little bit of that Philly hometown loyalty that he always showed. And then take into account also a couple of his other loves, which included the beautiful game of soccer. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the, I can't say it any better. I, I think that's the thing is like Kobe was so like we think of Kobe as like the ultimate competitor, but he was so multifaceted and passionate about so many different things that like it's not a surprise that we all just went different directions and found these things that are like indirectly or directly connected to him. You know, like Allen Iverson's perfect, perfect example of that. Right. Like I obviously like my favorite player of all time, but I would have never, you know, like I loved seeing him show up in Kobe gear because it was like, I, I it, when, anytime I saw that, I always think of the, the clip of magic opening up his Jersey and wearing a bird Jersey or underneath. Yeah. And like having that camaraderie is like, I think the, un like it's the thing about Kobe that we can never truly understand, but like you see it in every player, right? You see it in, like you said, DeMar DeRozan, you see it in, you know, Luca, you see it in obviously in all of his teammates where it's just like he just brought that he brought them up levels in their life and their career and what they in their passion, you know, and I think that's just yeah. an awesome thing about him that we we've probably will never see the same level of. I think we I saw, guess, no, I was going to say this, Nick, I think we see glimpses of it and that's enough for us. Because yeah. ultimately, at the end of the day, the people that really got to know and appreciate him, whether it be his family, his teammates, his competitors, we all have a decent portion of Kobe Bryant that illuminates various facets of our life. And we're all happy with that. And I think that's finally us 
if I can be so bold, almost coming to acceptance with the fact that he's gone, but he's never truly gone. You're going to make All right, me... I was going to say, I say that beautiful thing, and then we're going to start with these outro introductions, and I'm going to have to come up with a filthy OnlyFans <laughs> account. <laughs> I mean, we could just skip the outro and mic drop on people. Over. Mamba out? Just Mamba out it. We've got to Mamba out it. That's okay. Yeah. I was going to say, you can find me on OnlyFans as the Malhotra Mamba, but you can also I find me on that. I saw that one coming a mile away. <laughs> You can also find me on X at Rohizi and on Instagram at Rohidem13. Robbie, where can they find you? Solidarity. I'm not saying where you can find me because Kobe just mic dropped. So follow <laughs> at follow at Sneaker History. I'm the asshole. Thank you, Robbie. Appreciate. Not where I join you. You can find me here, of course, at Sneaker History. Find me on Instagram and Twitter at MadWatcher789, and of course, always find me on YouTube under just Mike Guillory. So you're not by yourself, Road. I got you. Likewise, uh, you can follow me at Nick Engvall on all the platforms. More importantly, hit the link in the description. It'll be the first one to get you in the Discord. Join the community. It's a great place. A lot of good people. A lot of great sneaker conversations like the one you just listened to or watched. So we appreciate y'all rocking with us. We'll catch you on the next one. Peace. See ya. Hey, hey, Nick here again. Before you take off, I want to thank you for listening to the Sneaker History Podcast. Be sure to hop into our Discord to answer this episode's The Last Shot question and get to know our community of sneaker enthusiasts. If you'd like more insights on the trending topics in the sneaker world, I've also recently started a newsletter to share my knowledge from nearly two decades of experience working in the footwear industry. You can find the link to that below or go to sneakerhistory.com newsletter. And last but not least, tell someone you like their kicks today. You never know how far a simple compliment can take you, and we all know how good it feels to be on the receiving end of some appreciation. Thank you for all the support, and we will catch you on the next episode. Peace.